Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And I have a frog in my throat today. What is up with that? I don't know. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How was your week? Good, good. Um, I think that things are picking up a little bit as far as inventory, I hope. I think prices it appears are kinda, to be appears and prices are kind of getting more realistic. We're seeing a lot of price reductions. I just went to a listing appointment this morning where in the neighborhood there's been one sitting there and there's a price reduction. It's been on there for 33 days. So, what are you seeing? I'm seeing the same thing. I'm seeing price adjustments making, you know, people are are coming to see if they feel that that's value, then they'll write on it. We're not seeing those multiple, multiple offers. offers no. We're not even seeing five and six offers now. We're seeing one or two offers. At, after like five days, six yes. days. I guess it's more normal, right? Thank it God. It is more normal. It's easier for our buyers. My gosh, it's so hard right now with the interest rates going up. They're just getting priced out, right? But you need to know interest rates are not bad at five and a half percent. I know. They're not bad. I bought my first house at 18%. So... They're not bad. They're good. Yeah. This is more of a normal market. Interest right. rates need to be six. Yeah. They do. Okay. They really need to be six. So people need not to panic. It's going to be just fine. The inventory is growing and interest rates will probably go up again in the next quarter by the end of the year for sure. Yeah. And Derek is going, yep. Yeah. I true. see. That's true. That's yep. true. Um, so tell us about your inventory. Well, I have a couple great listings. I have 3680 Dry Creek Lane. It's in Victoria States. It's a five-bedroom, three-bath, two-story, absolutely stunning, gorgeous. It's got custom draperies. It's got highly upgraded carpeting, um, custom cabinets, uh, travertine floors with little emblems inside the flooring to make it look really pretty. It's got a tandem three-car garage. And um, it's a gated, guarded community. So is the gate there? Is it guarded twenty four hours? It's ga- it's gated and guarded twenty four hours. Really? So okay. if you don't know the owner's name or don't know the property address that you're attending, they will not let you in the gate. That's just how simple it is. Ooh. Right. Right. So that one is priced at one point three five zero. There are uh, three other properties in that um, community. And all of them seem to be taking a little longer. Mm. I've been on the market 11 days now, and we don't have an offer. So everybody's going, oh, my God. Are you having an open house tomorrow? It's open today and tomorrow from uh, from 1 to 4. And um, all you have to do is know the property address. Uh, tell the guard that say you go to the you're going to the open house and and you'll be able to go. Are you hosting it? I'm not. Uh, but one of my agents in my office is doing okay. that. And then I have a price reduction on one of them, right? I do on Elfin Green, actually. It's 103 East Elfin Green. It is an end unit. It's a three bedroom, two bath, um, completely remodeled. It's got that gray tones to it, white paint, gray tones. It's really beautiful. Uh, Crystal chandeliers throughout the house. It's got a walk-in closet. Uh, the thing that it doesn't have is a patio, and that seems to be holding us back a little bit. Patio in the front, usually over Usually there? there's a patio in the middle, so it's like a little oh, atrium yeah. kind of thing where you can sit and have your coffee and, and there's no like patio that. there. And there's no patio there. Because it's an end unit and because it's three bedrooms, that bedroom space would be where the two-bedroom, oh, okay. two-bath yeah. patio would be. And so that is reduced to 579 That is also open today from 1 to 4, and tomorrow from 1 to 4 on an open house. What's the HOA? 
The HOA is uh, 306. And they have the putting greens over there. It's they so do. Much it's fun. so cute. It's so cute. And they play bingo, and it's just a really nice neighborhood. They have all kinds of activities for the seniors, and everybody knows everybody. Everybody takes walks all around the community. Uh, there's a speed walk uh, group, and then there's a slow walk group. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be part of the slow walk group. So that's a real fun place. Um, you know, there's not many of them over there for sale. So this is one of the nicer and ones. it's 55 and older. You have to be 55 and older. And you can have someone younger living with you? You can. They have to be 45. Okay. What about a caretaker? Um, a caretaker has to have approval. Okay. But you so, can have a caretaker. Yeah. Like I had one over there where the granddaughter was a caretaker. She was 19. But I think that, you know, she had to go to the office and get approved. But yeah. you can't exactly. have a caretaker. Yeah. I think this one has a rule that you have to be 45 even to be a caretaker. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that's what I have on the market right now. I do have a two-bedroom, two-bath uh, penthouse McKeon condo coming up. We have gutted it, like to the studs. Mm -hmm. Like found termites in underneath the kitchen cabinets. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, so the kitchen is gone. The bathrooms are gone. All the flooring's gone. Um, they've completely restuccoed and re-drywalled some of the bedrooms. And uh, that will be coming on hopefully uh, June first. And how much? It's probably going to be four twenty-five. Okay. For and the HOA is what? HOA I think is four twenty. Because they have pools. It's a little it? higher. There's three pools over there. Ah, that's really nice. Yeah. But there is shared laundry. There is shared laundry. Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. It's also a shared garage. So okay. you have a two-car garage that's shared by two. Okay. So you only have a one-car garage, and then you have a one-car space. Where is the laundry? Is there, like, a little laundry room? It's Yeah, it's within the street. And it so. takes quarters, right? It does. <laughs> Still uh, takes there's quarters. No, there's, there's not someone there doing it for you. That'd be nice, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. How about buyers? I've got tons of buyers right now, but it's just trying to find them something. It's, it's hard. It yeah. is. Well, it used to be that it had to be 600000 or less. It, or now less. it's seven hundred or less. Now it's seven hundred. I have buyers, VA buyers, in Oxnard, seven hundred or less. We'd love to have a, a house. Mm -hmm. um, buyers in Ventura, condo five fifty, house up to seven hundred. I have buyers for Santa Paula, um, buyers all over the place. Just not a lot of property to show them. Yeah, that's the problem. But I have to say that the market is shifting a little, more towards a more normal market. And so we're starting to see more inventory come on. We're starting to see things pick up a little bit because it was like someone turned the switch off, right? Mm. All of a sudden, everybody's on vacation. But when in reality is everybody has got graduations and yeah, things true. like that going on. So historically, every year, it's a little slower right now. Um, time to go on vacation. Yeah. Take your breath, right? Because we'll be ramping up here really soon. So um, we've got a great show lined up for you guys today. We have Pat Pothier. He is at the NAMI Walk today in Ventura. And he is going to be uh, calling in live from that walk to let us know all about it. We have Derek from Smart Home Mortgage. He is going to talk about the market and what we've been talking about, which is how he can get you pre-approved. He is uh, with Smart Home Mortgage. And then Paul Hunt, he is uh, a licensed broker. An attorney. an attorney and a licensed contractor and so just Fancy. a wealth of knowledge and he will be here to answer some questions that you guys have put on our Facebook page and then we'll have Janet Sprisler with rent 805 there's a new ordinance coming up in Ventura that 
it looks like it's going to get approved on Monday night. And Ooh. so we need your help to be in that chamber. And um, other than that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Do you know how you hold title to your property? I am Susan Wilson. I am the living room lawyer, the attorney that makes house calls. I specialize in estate planning and probate. How you hold title to property is just one piece of an estate plan providing for children and protecting your assets and privacy. Schedule your appointment today online at thelivingroomlawyer.com or give me a call at 805-850-7899. That's 805-850-7899. We can meet virtually, in person at my office, or in the comfort of your home. I am Susan Wilson, The Living Room Lawyer. Let's discuss the legacy you wish to leave your loved ones. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Hi, I'm Janet with Rent 805, and we believe that power is knowledge. In the city of Oxnard, you have some new rental ordinances coming out, and we want to explain them to you. Join us Wednesday and Thursday evenings starting at 6 p.m. You can sign up for this at rent805.com forward slash Oxnard owners. Again, that's rent805.com forward slash Oxnard owners. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Pat Pothier with us. He is live from the Port Wyneme, um NAMI Walk. Hey, Pat, how Good are you morning, there? Lady. Good morning, Good morning. Lady. How are you? We're great. How about you? Doing well. Doing really well. So, yes, you're absolutely right. I'm out here at the Port Wyneme here. Uh, I'm attending the NAMI Walk, uh, representing the Ventura Downtown Lions Club uh, here at the event and showing our support of uh, mental health. Awesome. So tell us about the walk. What Do they do this every year? They do do this every year. Uh, of course, I've taken a couple of years off because of COVID, and uh, this is the first time back. So I've uh, been here since about 9 o'clock or so, uh, about 500 participants. Oh, that's great. Um, got to go, yeah, they got to go through some vendors that are supporting uh, mental illness and helping people overcome that and uh, programs for that. And then they just left to go on a mile-and-a-half walk around uh, Port Wyneme in the beach area. So uh, very exciting. 500 folks all in unison, all for the same reason. Can people still come down and join in the walk? 
they can come down. I think we're supposed to be here until about 1 o'clock. So, yeah, if they want to come down, they can certainly be part of that. Uh, they've got some refreshments here. they got a bunch of first responders, uh, fire department, police department, even have a mounted patrol that came to show support. So, yeah, it's, rather, it's a rather fun event. And exactly where are you if people want to come down and, and join in? We're exactly at the Port Wyneme Pier. Okay. Oh, so if you come down to the end of Ventura Boulevard, and you'll make a quick left, and we're right there. So let me ask you a couple questions. Is the walk um, a fundraiser uh, to raise funds for this uh, charitable event, or is it just an awareness situation? This one here is an awareness. They're trying. Their their slogan is to end the stigma around mental health, and so this one's all about um, mental health awareness uh, for the walk. Uh, some of the people have donated money. Um, currently, uh, what they're telling me is they've got close to $107,000 uh, that have been donated, but you don't have to donate. Awesome. Well, I, um, I've i had a lot of experience with people uh, dealing with mental, mental illness, including my own mother, for a very long time. And um, so I am very into making it uh, so that people will talk about it because people don't talk about it. And that's one of the yeah. biggest things is is you feel like you're by yourself and you don't know and you don't have anybody else to talk to. So it's real important that people feel like they can call someone and have that conversation and then get help so that they're yep. not alone. Yeah, so I had, a, I had a lady come up to me in the booth that we have here, and uh, she was asking how the Ventura Downtown Lions is focused on mental health. And I shared with her that we, we actually have a leader, a platform, uh, where we're going to help raise the awareness and end the stigma. And she shared with me quietly she said my son committed suicide 15 years ago mm. i never knew about nami if i had i probably would have been able to save his life mm. oh that's so sad yeah. yeah so they've been around for a while we're just trying to get everybody to know who they are uh the national alliance on mental illness that's what the initials stand for nami and uh, we have a great organization here in ventura so if anybody's ever interested they can go to their website uh namiventura.org and uh, they'll have some counselors, and they'll talk about their programs. Uh, they have programs that go all the way down to kids. Um, believe it or not, the, the increase around mental illness is the largest in the um, adolescent uh, age group. I believe it. With all the social media and stuff, I know when I talk to my 13-year-old, you know, she's got friends, and she'll say, you know, they're depressed, they're anxious, and I'm glad they're talking about it, um, but right. I think a lot of it has to do just with awareness. They know what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's important to be able to talk about it. Absolutely. That's why the slogan in the stigma, bring up the awareness. It's amazing to me, because when I think of that, I was in 7th, 8th, ninth grade. We never heard about this. No. And now all of a sudden, it's, it's a big deal. And so we need to help, especially coming out of COVID. Um, not just kids, but adults, too, are suffering from depression and anxiety. Um, some of them are not going back to work. Some going back out in crowds, uh, being around people, they're, they're just super anxious. So yeah. uh, it's across the board. It, it's very important. So, Pat, tell people what you do for a living because your profession just ties right in with this. I know you're helping yeah. one of my friends and, and a couple other people. So tell them what you do. Okay, so I, I actually own Pothier Hypnotherapy. And what I do is I help people that are anxious. I have a whole platform uh, dedicated to trauma. And underneath that trauma platform is stress, anxious, uh, depressed, uh, any of those feelings that they're having. 
And what I'll do is I'll work with them to overcome some of those and uh, help retrain the mind so that they, in fact, uh, can get past that roadblock and actually lead a happy and productive life. It is possible. Well, we we're so can't be quiet about it. You just got to raise. A, you got to ask questions. You got to call people, and uh, sometimes they call me, and I'm very happy to help them. Absolutely. And tell people where to call you, Pat. How how can they okay. reach out to you? Okay, so I have two ways to get a hold of me. They can go through my website, PathierHypnotherapy.com, or they can call my cell phone, which is on seven by twenty four eight one eight four six eight zero seven seven seven. If I don't answer, just leave a voicemail, and I'll try to call you back in a couple within a couple of hours. That's great. Well, thank you so much for bringing that to everybody's attention. We appreciate all the Have things that you do. Have fun on your walk. Yep. Walk for thank me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for allowing me the time just to talk about it. This is definitely a, a great advantage to get the word out to those folks in Ventura County. I really appreciate the time. Of course, Pat. You're of great. Of course. Well, coming up, we have Derek from Smart Home Mortgage. He is one of the best lenders in Ventura County. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi there. I'm Pola, and I'm the psychic on the avenue. I'm a spiritual advisor, clairvoyant reader, and I'm here to help you focus on releasing the past baggage that's only been weighing you down. Also connecting with the present to help you look forward to make a bigger, brighter future. I specialize in all areas of life and especially the power of love. Aren't you curious to know what your partner is feeling, thinking, or wanting? I can guide you through any situation, giving you the spiritual key to open new doors, gain insight and intuition. This truly is my life's work. You can reach me at my location at 108 North Ventura Avenue or 107 Figueroa Street, boat located in downtown Ventura. Or you can reach me at 805-628-3333. That is 805-628-3333. If you call in and use the code GIRLSONAIR, I will grant you $150 worth of services for only $85. I hope to hear from you soon for a spiritual awakening. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the Lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahini mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kahlua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry beurre blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe, the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of 1st Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pathiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are so lucky to have Derek from Smart Home Mortgage with us today. Welcome. Come. Glad you're here. Good morning. Happy Saturday, everybody out there. Happy Saturday. I feel like I talk to you every single day. I think the first thing, I'm like, hi, Derek. Da, 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 da. And you get right back to me. You're wonderful. Communication is key. We need to stay in contact because our clients need us at the drop of a hat and we have to be there for them. And you really are there. I mean, you guys are amazing. I mean, I'm always impressed. It'll be nine o'clock on Friday night and I'm texting Larry, what are the interest rates right now? Because my client called me and boom, 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 boom. I hear it, you know, right away. Or I'll just throw something out there to you guys. Like, you know, okay, we're gonna put $100,000 down on a $600,000 mortgage. I need to know with mortgage payment. And in five minutes, okay. That's awesome. You guys make it easy. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a really stressful event buying a house. I mean, let's be honest, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars moving in either direction. And they want you to pick up their phone. And I'm fine picking up my phone at any time. Of course, I'm not going to pick up at 11 a.m. I'm excuse me, 11 p.m. I better call you at 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, but you're getting a call back or a text message at 7 a.m. Hey, sorry, I missed your call at 11 yeah. p.m. last night. I was with my family. I was sleeping. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, what do you need? How can I help you? Do you need a pre-approval letter? What's going on? And let's be honest about you know, 80% of the time I will pick up at 11 p.m. Yeah, that's true, huh? So what do you need to get pre-approved from people? They always know, oh God, I don't wanna, I don't wanna give them all my stuff. It's really not that bad. I mean, what, what do you need? So the first thing that I need is to have a nice candid conversation with mm-hmm. you. Give me 10 minutes, talk to me about, you know, your history. You know, what's your financial situation like? What's your monthly income coming in? Do you have anything I should know about that's going to pop up on the credit report that's going to hinder us? Just be honest. Let's have a nice, candid conversation. We're not going to hold anything against you at all. We want to help you. We're here to be your fiduciary. We're here to help you in life and acquire this property. So just tell me everything we need to know, and then uh, we can move on to the paperwork after that. Okay. And what do you need to know, like salary? Yeah. Tell me, are you are you self-employed? Um, you know, are you a W-2 employee? Um, Are you getting public assistance? You know, what is your source of income? And then from that, I'll be able to tell you, hey, you know, look, don't worry about getting me your taxes from your tax preparer. I don't need to see them. You're a W-2 employee. Let's just see the W-2s and your pay stubs and things like that. So that's usually where we go from. And then tell us about the FICO score. What is that? And and is that all based on your credit card use, I think? Or Yeah, so the FICO score is very interesting because for certain programs, I'll bring up an example. We had a client you know, a bank statement loan. The bank statement looks great. You know, we look at the income. They look at 12 months of your bank statements. They're going to check the deposits. For that 12 months, they're going to add them up. They're going to cut them in half and divide that by 12. That's your monthly income. Okay. And then if your credit score is above 700, you only have to put 10% down. But if we're under 700, you got to put 20% down. And so, you know, it just, it depends. It's a, it's a real case by case basis. Do you have to season the income when it's, um, Bank statements only? Like, do you have to show where that source it, I should say? Absolutely. And we're going to send your bank statements into our lender first that we work with. And they're going to analyze the income. They're going to say, hey, we can't use transferred income. Obviously, you're just moving it from your savings account to your checking. That doesn't count as income. You know, we're also going to look out for any of these large deposits that don't seem like they're in alignment with, you know, your business, <sighs> you know, and things like that. So, you know, generally, um, you know, we have someone to analyze the income and then they'll tell us your monthly income tell us your monthly income so we won't have any surprises along the way. Okay, and credit is your friend, right? I know Larry says, you know, get credit cards are not your enemies because you get a credit score based on credit cards, right? 
Absolutely. We're telling our clients, you know, please go out and get some credit, you know, open up two credit cards, a secured credit card. If you can't qualify for your capital ones or any other one, um, go to your Chase or your Wells Fargo, you know, your credit union, ask for a secured credit card. They'll ask you to put $500 on a credit card. Boom. We have a credit line started right there. Okay. And does it matter? I know, um, you know, I have several credit cards that I don't even use, whatever. Does that matter if I have a bunch, but I, I don't have a lot of you know credit on some of them but i have a bunch of them like i have an old neiman marcus card i found the other day i don't even know i still have it nordstrom i haven't used in years um i mean should you cut those all up and close them if you're not using them yeah i mean honestly for the active credit cards i would keep the balance at 30 percent mm-hmm. keep it right at the 30 percent number you're going to see your credit score increase you know of course we don't want to see any derogatory credit and things like that but for the credit cards that are active keep them at 30 percent of their balance and we'll be good okay how about you? Well, I just know that a lot of people are afraid to bring everything to you at one time. And they're afraid, you know, with fraud, too. I mean, how does that work? Like, if they scan stuff to you? You know, and I understand. I mean, a ton of fraud's going around. So I say I have a fax number. I have a secure portal with an app that we use where you can upload your documentation. We're in Oxnard. If you're in Ventura County, come to the office. Come meet us. Bring your paperwork. I'll scan it as soon as you come in into our system. Um, you know, whatever your comfort level is, I completely understand. Some people text me their pay stubs and things like that. I'm fine with that. I'm going to delete my text messages after. But the important thing is, is we need clear pictures of your income documentation, your asset documentation, because the bank's going to want clear pictures. And driver's license, right? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. what about VA buyers? I mean, you know, Veterans Day is coming up, right? Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. So, um, um, in honor of veterans, so what proper or what's available for them? You know, VA buyers are great. The VA loan, I wish I was a veteran. A VA loan is the best loan to have. You can take your debt to income ratio really high with a VA loan. And so you can qualify for a higher, um, you know, price property rather than someone with a conventional loan or an FHA loan. You don't have to come in with any money unless you have a VA upfront funding fee, which is, I'm not going to quote the number right now because I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's a percentage, a very small percentage. And if you're a disabled veteran, you don't even have to come in with that. So VA, you can come in with zero down. Um, You know, the only thing on a VA loan is, you know, we do need a termite inspection. So sometimes we go, you know, we're at the end, the termite inspection comes back, and there's a lot of termite work to be done. So normally the seller will pay for the termite work to get done, um, but sometimes they say, hey, we're not covering it. You guys got to figure it out. And now veterans can pay for it. Used to be they couldn't pay for it, right? This is before I started. Um, And so now that's nice. The buyers can say, okay, you know, we'll pay for the termite, right? Right. And then on a VA loan also, you have to have no... Uh, issues with safety and hazards Mm. so the property has to be in good working order with no safety hazards um, because those will have to be fixed prior to close of escrow as well right so I think that's a great point and then now there's new first-time homebuyer programs coming up and I know Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are in the mix of putting that together so that there's a system in place for that have you heard anything about that you know, I think someone took out a Facebook ad or something for zero down in California buyers. So we've had a lot of people call in about that. And basically, it's a Cal Half alone. Um, Cal you know, Half, yeah. And with, if the, the market starts softening up a little bit with offers on homes, there'll be 
sellers will be more inclined to take your Cal Half a loan. A lot of times sellers want to see, show me your bank statement. I want to see the money in your bank account. I want a DU approval. Well, when you're doing 100% financing, it's kind of hard to show money in the bank that's going to finance this loan because it's a government program. It's a Cal Half a loan. So with the market softening up a little bit, hopefully we get our down payment assistance people and our Cal Halfa people like into homes because sellers will be more uh, obliged to uh, take their offer. Well, and it doesn't necessarily take longer to get those approved. They're all based on 30 to 40 days. And so there's a stigma about that. A lot of sellers don't want to take a CalHAFA or a CalCHAFA. Uh, those are great loans, government-backed, and really a great uh, loan to take on a property if you are selling your property. So don't be afraid of those. Uh, they're very well-funded, yeah, yeah. and um, they don't take any longer than a normal transaction on a conventional financing. So that's all really great news. And those are gonna be coming up with new plans. Uh, they're putting some money into first time home buyers and we'll be seeing that here in the next few weeks. I know they're working on that and getting the information out. So that's exciting. Uh, tell people where they can find you and Smart Home Mortgage in Oxnard. Absolutely. So we're at the Tall Tower. We're on the first floor, Suite 105. And our phone number is 805-853-3030. Right. Or call us. We'll get you right in touch with them, right? Because they get right back to you. Absolutely. You're listening to Girls on the Air. We'll be right back. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Feeling a little overwhelmed about an upcoming move? Since 1994, Gentle Transitions has helped clients with sorting, floor planning, packing, and complete resettling into homes throughout California. Please call 800-619-3049 or visit gentletransitions.com to book your no-obligation move planning meeting. That's 800-619-3049 or gentletransitions.com to stay in control but do less of the work on your next move. You can even pay us through escrow. Feel better now? This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Paul Hunt with us today. Welcome, Paul. He knows everything. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You know how much I enjoy coming here. It's so nice to see you ladies. You too. Thank you. 
So we're going to ask you a legal question today to put your legal hat on. Um, so tenants. I have an issue right now in escrow where the tenants are supposed to be out. And we went over there to do the final walkthrough, and mm -hmm. the tenants aren't packed at all. Um, what are the buyer's rights? What should the seller be doing? Should I be scared? <laughs> okay. Okay. First off, I don't do evictions for a living. Okay. I, I can give an answer okay. based on legal opinions, okay. which is not considered legal advice. Okay. Disclaimer, okay. disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. Yeah, I was sneaking it in nicely without yeah, yeah. sounding like one. <laughs> okay. So what type of lease did they have? Were, were, were they, was their lease over and so they went back to a month they, to month or a tenant at will? I think they've had like a verbal lease. They've been there five or six years and um, month to month they go pay in cash first of the month. I don't know that there's anything so in writing. So a verbal lease. I think so. And I know she gave and, and them- they, a And they paid every month. Every month on time, cash. And they've been over two years, over like 24 over two months. Years. Yes. So you gave them a 90 day notice. She gave them a 30. Should she have given, given a 90? Depending upon it. Again, depending upon where they fit in, okay. it could be a 60 or a 90. Okay. Now, what your problem is going to be is they don't seem like they're moving, right? I don't think so. When we went over now, there, there's nothing packed. So what do we do? Do okay, we hold now, off on escrow? The, do now, asking them to move, you've still got to... Seller probably had to pay them moving expenses to leave. I think she's going to once they move, or she's going. She's offering to give them some once she sees okay, that they're. Okay, but I think by code section, I don't have uh -huh. that amount. I think by code section, you have to give them a certain amount of notice okay. and pay them that amount prescribed by law. Right. And I would really not just think you're lucky that they don't ask for it, but I would make sure you pay it or they can come back, back. and slam you. Right. So not only will I do that, but what I would do is find out what that amount is. I would pay them that in a traceable amount, not cash. Okay. In a traceable amount. Then I would go back to them again and say, gee, I'm so glad you're moving. You've been such great tenants. Let me give you an extra tip above that in a separate payment for which you assign a piece of paper saying you are surrendering your possession on a particular date. Okay. Okay. And that way, um, it, you don't you don't get into the eviction process because okay. you can only pay, always pay them to leave. Then they don't leave. Then you've still got to go. So you've did, done everything right. They don't leave. Now you have to evict them. But if they've surrendered their rights, they become trespassers. Oh, that's a new caveat. Nice. Okay, so is it too late? I mean, they're supposed to be out like next week. Is it too late for her to go get that? Signed? I would really go back and find out what the code section based on how mm -hmm. long they're there and that you paid them and you have evidence of that. Because again, you can get slammed, not you personally, well, yeah. be you as the transaction. In, you yeah. as in the seller mm -hmm. or if you were doing it yourself. But they can get slammed if they don't are not doing it to code section. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Okay. So there's a lot of issues with tenants right now. I know. There's a lot of tenants that are getting notices that their rent is going up six hundred dollars. Can they do that? Depends on it what depends. the situation is. Depends on yeah. the what lease they have and all of that. I had a tenant call me that I've known for a while, and she got a sixty day notice with a six hundred dollar rent increase if she decides to stay. Well, that brought her rent on a Pepper Tree condo to $3,000 a month. Oh, wow. And so that probably isn't going to happen. She's probably going to find something else. But 
that's the kind of things that we're hearing. We're hearing those types of situations where people are now in, you know, who can afford to go $600 more than what you were originally paying? Well, there's only Not a percentage, I think, that they're allowed to increase it. Isn't it like 4%? This is in Ventura so far. Oh, so Ventura, there's no... There's the ordinances. Have, that's what Monday is about. We're going to talk about that when Janet comes on and talk about the ordinances. But for now, you can just increase the rent by six hundred dollars a if month. If you give them notice to move. Wow. Yeah. So that can happen. So there's a lot of situations where people that's are being crazy. asked to move because if they can't raise their rent and they evict them or give them notice to move, then the next people coming in, they can raise the rent to fair market rent if they weren't there in the first place. And it's not only giving us a lot of vacant properties where landlords are like, what are we doing? So there may be more inventory come on the market because of that, but that also is depleting our rental inventory. And that causes more problems than we have right now because the inventory is very low for, for renters right now. Well, the, the cost of rent in Ventura County, which is, has a lower income level mm -hmm. than Los Angeles is actually higher to rent in Ventura County because of the demand factor. Yeah, I'm renting right now. It's family. so high. Yeah. That's why you should buy, mm -hmm. right? Well, and people are, it'll come to a point where it makes more sense to buy a condo or a mobile home I, or something like that versus renting. Right. We're getting close to that breaking point. Yeah. So we're probably going to see a little bit of that. Wow. All but, right. I was going to ask you, on, on that house... Is that a mobile home or it's mm -hmm. a house? Okay, because by the way, the laws on mobile homes are completely different. Because you're not supposed to rent mobile homes. I didn't you're think. Oh, you can't. No, that's the parks rules. Oh, okay. But but renting a mobile home does not go through the same department. I in the see. State. No, it's a house, right, a single okay. family home. Okay. And they're supposed to be out on the 24th. We're supposed to close on the 25th. So today is what the 21st. What's today? 20th. Yeah. So can she go over there maybe today and then give them some money and say, here, what do you? What do they say again? Well. Again, step one, find out what the evict or the notice process for them based on what type of lease they had and the length of the lease they had. Okay. I mean, that's, I could have looked it up quickly had I known we were looking for that mm -hmm. coming over. Had we told and you what you were talking about? Make, <laughs> make sure that's done. And then offer them money to, in a separate document with a signature, to and thanking them for being there with them surrendering all their leasehold rights okay and um, then if they don't leave then you can go to the sheriff's department and say they're they're trespassing yeah and at which point they're trespassing because they have surrendered they actually gave you notice that they're moving okay exactly so, so there's a difference between you landlord giving them notice to leave or them tenant giving notice they're going to leave because once a tenant is given notice they're going to leave you don't need to evict them i see okay exactly. very good you heard it here tell everybody what you do and where you can be found i do uh, commercial real estate i'm always looking for owners of commercial buildings that need any assistance especially with selling and leasing and whatever else they might need I do it quite a bit, and I work with uh, Karen. You can find me through her and her office at Century 21 Everest. Awesome. Thanks for being here today. Well, coming up, we have Janet Spritzler from Rent 805, and she is going to be talking about the city council meeting that's happening on Monday night in Ventura. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150.7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Hi, I'm Janet with Rent 805, and we believe that power is knowledge. In the city of Oxnard, you have some new rental ordinances coming out, and we want to explain them to you. Join us Wednesday and Thursday evenings starting at 6 p.m. You can sign up for this at rent805.com forward slash Oxnard owners. Again, that's rent805.com forward slash Oxnard-Owners. Do you know how you hold title to your property? I am Susan Wilson. I am the living room lawyer, the attorney that makes house calls. I specialize in estate planning and probate. How you hold title to property is just one piece of an estate plan providing for children and protecting your assets and privacy. Schedule your appointment today online at thelivingroomlawyer.com. Or give me a call at 805-850-7899. That's 805-850-7899. We can meet virtually, in person at my office, or in the comfort of your home. I am Susan Wilson, the Living Room Lawyer. Let's discuss the legacy you wish to leave your loved ones. What doesn't kill you makes you Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Derek and Paul with us. And Janet Spitzler is hasn't called in yet, so she is working on that. So we were just talking about some interesting stuff. This really is a tenant... Uh, what were you saying? It's it's not it, pro tenant, right? In, right? in California. So California has always been. It's one of all those different states. It is one of the most pro tenant state, which is anti landlord. Especially when we think that there's so many tenants pro landlord. When people are voting for politicians, more tenants are voting for the politicians that hate landlords, and they right. don't realize the landlords are supplying a service. Right. So there's a lot more people that are not shoeshine boys than shoeshine boys. Yeah. So if we passed a law that all shoeshine boys have to jump up and down 10 times, yeah. the quantity of people would vote for that. Right. So this is this is kind of scary for your profession because you buy and sell commercial. So a lot of are you seeing um, people, you know, less likely to buy commercial property or to buy um, investment properties because of situations like this? A lot of people are doing 1031, which is an exchange, right. to get their rent, their investments out of California into some other favorable states, such as Texas, Arizona, Utah, Florida, or some of the friendly so you can, states. You can do that with 1031? It doesn't have to be in the same state? 
Oh, it can be, yeah, it can be anywhere. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I thought it was, you had to use it in no, California. It's, 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 1031 is a federal statute. Oh, okay, good. Okay, federal, that's good to know. And I think. It, it's IRS. IRS, okay, okay. very, very and, good. And, and, and maybe she has the answer we're looking for Let's in the time see. frame. Absolutely. So Janet is with us now. Hey, Janet, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So I know you wanted to talk about city council meeting this week. So uh, tell us a little bit about what they're going to be talking about. Um, so this morning an email was was put up onto the, well, I guess it went up on their website, but some emails that sent out regarding an ordinance that they would like to have passed and adopted on Monday evening. And it's in regards to um, an emergency order and it's, for just cause eviction for demolition and substantial remodel to residential properties in the Ventura Municipal Code area. And they're declaring this urgency due to one property um, and those tenants being given relocation notices so that major work could be done for the property. Um, my concern with it is, is that, A, uh, this was just talked about about, I think it was like two weeks ago or so, it was brought up at the city council meeting. Um, the tenants came, they spoke, there was a lot to say. It was very heart-wrenching. But in the end, the city the city called, and the, um, the, the council members called and said, hey, we want this ordinance to come back, and it's coming back tomorrow evening. That's really quick. Really, yeah, it's really quick. And, and I think the biggest thing is that we are putting a law into, you know, into effect based on urgency on one owner and 15 units instead of having a full out public hearing uh, based on everybody and what's really happening in the city of Ventura. Do we feel like a lot of, of you know, apartment complex owners or owners are are violating this rule? We don't know. And, and it's even written in the audience, in the ordinance that, the city doesn't know if people are violating this. They, they don't they don't have any knowledge of anyone doing this. But the city of Long Beach passed something, and now the city of Ventura wants to pass something. Um, and I know it's really based on the this one owner and these 15 units, but we have not had due process on this. Owners have not been able to speak out about this. They don't even know it's coming down the pike. And, you know, we feel like, you know, I feel like good public policy is made when there is dialogue for all you can't just turn around and have policy good policy in a two-week time period it just doesn't work like that they're going to vote on monday or they're going to talk yeah. about it they're going to they're trying to adopt this oh my yes it's been adopted and it will be as of the date of adoption according to this ordinance it then goes into effect on monday which means according to according to the proposed ordinance it would require an owner to have all construction permits related to a substantial remodel issued by the city prior to issuing a notice of eviction to the tenants. The notice must include the explanation of how the work qualifies as a substantial remodel that requires eviction, and the eviction notices are for 60 days in most cases. Uh, the proposed ordinance does not change this because the law does not allow the city to extend these notices. So I believe that the owner gave, the owner followed what called AB 1482, which is the state law on this, that states you can give notice, tell them why they're, you know, you're doing substantial, and then you can pull permits. The city of Ventura wants you to pull permits and then give notice. Um, 
And when the owner issues the notices for eviction, they're required by this ordinance to provide two months of rent to the tenant as relocation assistance within 15 calendar days of the notice of eviction. Now, uh, they also wrote that, you know, in the housing elements that they are putting together a Tenant Protection Act that they're supposed to approve or whatever they're going to do according to this paperwork um, in early 2023. So this two months of rental assistance is sort of kind of setting a precedent. Um, and lastly, if the owner is found by civil court to have intentionally violated these regulations, they will be liable up to $15,000 as determined by the court to each tenant. To have clear, the tenant would have legal, have to legally challenge the owner in civil court and can have a defense to eviction if the owner does not comply with the terms of the ordinance. So, Janet, didn't they have this meeting a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and the city attorney was like, so have you guys done homework? Do you know how many landlords there are? Do you know how many tenants have been affected by this? And they decided to move it to, to, to Monday night, right? But right. has any notices or anything to landlords gone out, like in the utility bills or in anything that is getting the word out to these landlords so that they know what they're up against and so they can show up to the city council meeting? No. So I would think that if we showed up, we should have that conversation versus the conversation about the ordinance itself as to how many people know about the ordinance so that they could effectively come and talk about it and how it's affecting their personal business because it's going to affect every single homeowner that owns income property in this city. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, and again, yeah, good policy is not made within a two-week time. That, that is, that's exactly the point, Karen, is that there needs to be dialogue for all. This needs to be opened up to all the constituents, not based off of one person and their 15 tenants, because that is make you know, roughly there's about 8,000 unoccupied owner units in the city of Ventura. We're basing one against 8,000. That's a huge differential number you know equation there that we're missing out on hearing from these owners going wait a minute you know i i've done everything that was right i i pulled my permits I, I've, I've done everything i have not done this um and it literally states they do not know if this is a problem in ventura so what can people do what do we do just show up on monday night and yeah you and they're i'm I, yes you're up on monday night i'm hoping they're going to have it uh, you know a hybrid of zoom slash um, in person as well, but you're not going to be able to pack that many people in. And I know a lot of people are ha- having that, you know, that next round of COVID coming through. So if you're sick, you know, it's easier just to do it by Zoom so that you're not infecting people. So hopefully you will have it open to, on Zoom. Uh, you need to sign in. I checked in the, in the afternoon. Um, and you can find this, by the way, you can find this information on their website as of today for Monday. Um you can find that information there and on how you can go about logging in, saying that you want to speak. Um, it's very, very simple. Uh, you're, you're usually limited to anywhere from one to three minutes, usually around two if there's a lot of people speaking. But if the owners don't show up, this will go into effect. That's you know, just you, crazy. You, yeah, if you own property, you own your own home, and you don't know what the future looks like for your own home, whether you want it as a rental or not, this is, this is a tenant protection. This is not just based off multifamilies. This, uh, tenant protection is different than rent control. 
Well, and how long is this ordinance going to be in place? Is there a sunset for it? You know what? Not mentioned in here that I've that I've seen um, where they're saying it's there's the sunset. I haven't seen a sunset yet. So is it? It's not. I assume that it's not temporary. Like it's for the next three months or six months or something like that. There has to be a time limit on it at some point. Yeah, uh, not from what I'm seeing so far. Um, have they put an end date to it? Oh, my gosh. So that could be something else that could be brought up. Uh, but, again, it's an emergency urgency ordinance. So let me ask you, has anyone contacted this owner that the 15 people live in that's the problem? Have we isolated that? Do we know what's going on with that so that... You know, Maybe someone can bring, yeah. well, somebody can bring that to the attention of council t- on Monday night. Like we've spoke to him and he's trying to do this and it's not, you know, as bad as all these, all the tenants feel. They're being affected by it, but maybe he's only trying to fix the problem and he's having issues fixing the problem. You know, I have not been able to reach him. Uh, I don't know who has reached out to him. According to the last city council meeting, so that was like the first week of April. No, what what are we? What month are we in? I'm sorry. First week of May. Um, so that happened the first week of May, and or I guess well, I take that back. It was the end of it was the end of April that that happened. So yeah, so we're we're back three weeks now, and at that point, he had invited the code code enforcement to come out to the property, according to what was stated in that council meeting. And code enforcement did not have time to go out and and check out the property prior to them making this ordinance even coming through. Um, And I believe that some of the permits were pulled, but we don't know if all of them have been pulled. You know, I again, I have not been able to reach the owner or talk to the owner. We would love to have a conversation with the owner on what's going on. But really, it comes more apart, you know, not even just looking at this one unit and this one owner. The problem is this is public policy for all, and not all are having the opportunity to chime in on it. This is not your client, I take it? No, it is not my client. It just doesn't seem fair to me. I mean... Well, and that's why you need to show up at city council meetings so that, you know, a lot of these politicians, they they come up with ideas that they think are going to solve, but what's what ends up happening is there's ramifications to everything. And if they haven't thought it through to see what the ramifications are down the road or longer then you know they're putting something in place that's just going to raise havoc with things and that sounds like what this is going to do so yeah I, they're trying yeah they're trying to stop it that, that the tenants would be evicted as of june 4th um for the so the, for these 15 units something okay if you have 15 units they're going to be evicted then you know during covid they found all those hotels and motels to put people up into to get people off the streets to to play down COVID, hey, city, step in if you feel that strongly about it until this is really weeded out and a conversation can be made. Whether the city would want to do that, that, that sets a precedent then that they're going to help out other folks too. Wow. So, but I feel like if you're making a policy based off of one, then I, I, don't, I don't know. That, it's very confusing on, on that they're pushing this through as fast as they are when there's not been enough conversation about it. Well, Janet, tell everybody where they can find you if they have questions about all of that. I know you're very knowledgeable about all of those because you keep it's your business to keep track of and that. where they should go Monday night again and what time. So it was it's the city council meeting on Monday night. 
Uh, you can go to the City of Ventura's website today to find out the ordinance information. You would need to read it for yourself. Again, if you have problems really understanding it, I highly implore you to reach out to an attorney, especially if you have a property. Uh, you can always find me at Janet at rent805.com or at 805-776-8805. Great. Well, thank you for bringing all that to our attention. Thank um, you. I know there's several realtors that are involved in making sure that they go in here have your voice being heard as well. Very good. Thank you, Janet. So why Thank you. Have a great Have a great day. Why don't you go mm-hmm. ahead and pitch your open houses again? Well, my open houses are at 103 East Elfin Green in Port Wyneme. It's a Wyneme Bay condo. And then that That's is today. today from 1 to 4 and also tomorrow from 1 to 4. Okay. And then 3680 Dry Creek Lane in Victoria Estates in Oxnard. It's across from Oxnard High School. And that is also open today from 1 to 4 and also tomorrow from 1 to 4. You just go to the gate and tell them that you're going to the open house, right? Absolutely. Get on out there and see those properties. Everyone have a great week. Thanks for listening.